This episode is sponsored by the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to help over 30 women identify, accept, and take action in the parts of their lives where they feel stuck. My heart's desire is to do that with every woman I come in contact with, but the truth is that's not realistic. So instead, I created a prayer journal that goes through that same journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal is designed for you to dig deep and answer questions that will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal consists of six sections of journal prompts and areas for reflections for when you want to dig a little deeper and um, just take your thoughts to another level. Whether it takes you six weeks or six months to complete, I promise you will not regret it. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and select the books tab to make your purchase. If you are ready to find your fears and slay them, go to www.feliciawallace.com, select books and get your copy today. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. I am here with Nadie Hornsby from Nor IP or Guard Your Genius, whichever one. It's all the same. Hey, Nadie, how are you? I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, you um, are so welcome. Yeah. I am so excited. So you guys um, I always tell you like how I know people. So I worked with Nady and she helped me with, I don't think I've officially announced it, but now I'm going to officially announce it that she helped me with trademarking slang self-doubt, which it is now officially trademarked. Officially trademarked, which is like the ultimate boss move. It as an is. Entrepreneur. So Listen. congratulations again. Thank you. When I tell you, I, I cried my eyes out after that. My, <laughs> and so even trying to explain this to my husband, I was like, no, you don't understand. I own this. And he was like, okay, but didn't you? I was like, no, 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 no. Like officially in the government's name, I was like, I own it. He was like, oh, okay. You know, because some people don't get it. They see it. Yeah. They know, it's like, you know it, but you don't really know it. And you don't understand how important it is until it actually happens um and you know that's a whole story in itself the process and all of that stuff so I just want to tell you publicly thank you you know and I'll you know usually I be like to keep people to myself but I'm gonna share you with the world so people no, can get their stuff together. <laughs> you're very very welcome I, I you know I, I do this often but I don't take it lightly they when people hire us especially for trademark protection is you're handing over your baby yeah. right um, and you're trusting us to make sure that we deliver on our promise. So thank you for trusting us with that journey. Oh, you are so welcome. So um, we'll get into that a little later, y'all, yeah. but y'all know what we are here about. So Nady, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started? Sure. So um, my name is Nady Hornsby. I am a wife, a homeschooling mom of three, oh. um, and an entrepreneur, uh, I am the founder and CEO of Noir IP, and we are a business and trademark law firm um, specifically focused on helping female founders. So we have a service that, you know, throughout the life cycle of a business, we have a service for. Um, So we meet entrepreneurs where they're at. And it's it's one of my favorite things to do because I work with women like you. Um, 
So I'm uplifted every day by my clients. Yes, I love it. I love it. And for me, I was, I think I, I, I'm almost positive. I was referred to you by somebody else who had worked with you um, because the time go by. Sometimes you just forget, right? I knew, mm-hmm. I knew, but um, I think that, um, oh no, I'm saying that it is definitely important. And I love the fact that, um, you know, when you do this, when you're thinking about trademarking, you know, you get a lot of different advice. You get a lot of different thoughts and people tell you, oh, you can do it yourself. All you got to do is do this or go with this person or go with that person or just go on Google uh, this and they'll tell, walk you through it. And for me, I was like, listen, I take this as serious as I take my taxes. I do not Mm -hmm. fool around with the government. I do not like, no, if I wanted to be official and I want the foundation to be strong, I'm going through it the right way. On top of the fact that ain't my ministry. I barely read the fine print of my cell phone stuff. And you know what you're agreeing to. I'm like, I'm not even, I I want to, like, I felt like I needed to entrust somebody who Mm -hmm. that's like, that's your job. Like if that is your job and that's what you're supposed to do, you know, that I have some ownership on it, but I was like, I was not about to fill out no paperwork and be all the way wrong. And then I've also heard, which I'm sure we all have heard horror stories of people doing things on their own and being like, well, I thought I was supposed to do it this way. And so for me, I am grateful that that I had y'all because I really was like, I felt no pressure throughout the whole process. Right. Like it was like, well, the pressure of me was just like, Lord, please let's this let this go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now, we all have our we all have our lane, right? Yes. Um, I the the more that I am on this entrepreneur journey, I realize that there's a lot of things that we could do if we wanted to, but mm-hmm. there's people that you know spend their time and that's their craft, right? So you you have to trust people to, to do what they're good at. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and you were good at what you do, sis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, of course, we're here and we're talking all things self-doubt. So let's talk about your journey and how you got to. Did you always know you wanted to do trademarking? Um, was this something like did it start somewhere else and then you ended up here? So let, let's talk about how we got how we how we get here. Listen, I think that I am the poster child for your show, right? <laughs> because self-doubt shows up in my life every Tuesday at noon, right? Like it is just a consistent theme from as from a child. I don't know. I think women tend to um, yeah. definitely suffer more than men in that regard, but it, it has always been like a, a shadow. Mm-hmm. And, and whenever I think I beat it in this area, it's like, okay, but what about here? Right. So when I think about even how I got here, it's, it's by grace because at every turn, you know, self-doubt always showed up. Right. Mm. So I knew that I wanted to be an attorney from when I was a child. Like I, you know, I, um, I sued Barbie like eight (laughs) times. So I knew that that that, that was in my spirit. Like I was going to be an attorney. I never thought it was going to be IP. IP wasn't even in, you know, the realm of my interest. Um, but you know, then so so long story short, you know, I, I go to law school, self-doubt there, like, am I really gonna get in? Mm. And I get in and then self-doubt again, well, are you gonna get through? Like, you know, the law school changes you because mm. it is such a rigorous like yeah. process and, and it breaks you, it breaks you down really. So, you know, are you gonna get through? No, you're not, you're not gonna get through. I happen to get through, right? Um, so there you see like this pattern of self-doubt showing up. Yeah. Uh, 
then I graduate and, and I get a job. I, I do the traditional corporate thing, the whole nine to five thing. Um, but then I become a mom, right? Mm, mm-hmm. And then things change. And I realized that for me, the the type of wife and mom that I wanted to be just it wasn't compatible yeah. with like the nine to five hustle. It just my value system just didn't match. And I get that, right? Like if corporate America is corporate America and it works yeah. for a lot of women, it just didn't work for me. Um, so self-doubt shows up again and says, Well, are you gonna jump out on your own? Like who knows you? Nobody knows mm, you. Mm, mm. Um do you see how yeah yeah I I know because this is I always say like this is my life like this is I I never understood why God gave it to me but I was like oh I I totally get it because every day like you said every Every day day. it shows up and and I one of the things that when you said um that even as a child I I was uh, having a conversation with someone with my son and I was like you know when we were kids you know it was only a limited amount of things that girls could do it was like teacher nurse you know and you felt like that you were kind of in this space where like this is the only thing that like okay maybe lawyer right but mm-hmm. I, for me I didn't think maybe you could be a lawyer. lawyer I'm telling you I didn't think I could be a lawyer till I seen Clay Huxtable and I was like oh they can be lawyers <laughs> like we can yeah. be lawyers too <laughs> yeah yeah so so constant that theme right yeah. so then um I just you know I bet on myself and I'm like mm. yeah I'm, I'm gonna do this and I I I opened up a firm, no idea what I was doing. I was yeah. taking any type of law, like whoever could write a check. I was their lawyer. You hear me? Yes. Yes. Like, I'll do it. Would keep the lights on. And I did that for a while. I think I did that for like two years. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, 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 my husband needed help with some IP stuff and I, and I helped him. I'm like, this is really cool. Like, what is this about? And I start to learn it. Right. And then mm. I'm like, I think I want to do this. And here I am like wow. five years later. And, and this is, this is the world that I operate in. But again, you can see very clearly that your self-doubt continue to show up. And, and you know what? I, I, I don't experience it as much professionally speaking, mm-hmm. but as a mother, like, well, I'm building this business and I, I spend a lot of time at work. Am yeah. I, am I, am I being a good mom? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, pick your poison. Yeah. It's going to be there. No. Yeah, that's real. And I I think that one of the things that I I say often is that self-doubt shows up in every area of your life, in your relationships and your parenting and your marriage and your because I think that ultimately there's something in all of us that questions everything that we do. And because it's because it's in you, it's going to show up in every area of your life. I think that there's people who think that, oh, no, it only comes up at work. You may not notice the fact that it comes up at home, but it do. And and, and maybe it's not as heavy as it is at work or as yeah. heavy as it is in the other places. But it it is it is absolutely there. And I've learned during this journey and in sharing and, you know, talking to women like you, how common it is right where it, it it wasn't something because it wasn't something that we talked about and something that we it was it was it felt like it was taboo or maybe it didn't really exist and I'm, then I'm starting to notice I'm like there's so many people that are talking about it now who mm-hmm. are bringing a light to this fear and overcoming doubt and overcoming and slaying self-doubt right and really being calling the thing a thing and like being very specific about it so that they know when it shows up what exactly it is and so when you transitioned into 
you know, saying, okay, I'm going to do IPs. And you're, did you already know you were going to specifically work with women? I didn't, but um, just the way that things happen, mm -hmm. my first couple of clients were women. It just okay. happened that way. I, I didn't seek them out. It just happened that way. And then, you know, we've been very blessed that we don't advertise, right? Mm -hmm. Our clients are all like, pick any client and they'll tell you, oh, so-and-so told me to call you. Yeah. So they're all based And those on, are the best. Those, those are the best are the clients, best. right? They're all, you know, they're, they're all based on referrals. So it usually just happens to be that it's a woman because another woman recommended us, right? And then I, I started to realize that, you know, I get on these calls with these women and they are like, building these amazing <laughs> brands and amazing businesses. I, I just had, I just had a consultation with a woman like three weeks ago and she's breastfeeding as she is telling me about this amazing brand that, you know, she needs help protecting some stuff. And, and yeah. I'm, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, she's breastfeeding like that's how amazing we are yeah, right like yeah. and she's not missing a beat like she is a boss boss right like yeah. she's on top of her stuff and, and that happens like that type of situation happens often and I realized that you know I I grow so much mm. from being in the realm around you know in the orbit of yeah. people who are doing amazing things and I get off these calls like oh yeah I gotta get to work <laughs> I gotta get to work. I feel you. Oh my goodness. That is, it's so funny that you say that because I feel the same way when I get off of these interviews, especially when, you know, there's a mixture of people that I seek out and I say, oh my gosh, like I, this person, I have to hear their story. I do want them, you know, I want them on the show. And then there's other people who reach out to me and they're like, oh, I, you know, really want to be on the show, want to share my story. And I walk away from it being like, Lord, what am I doing? Because this what person am right I doing? But this do person right that's here. A blessing. That's a blessing, right? Because yes. you get to see that, you know, the limitations are all self-imposed, mm -hmm, right? The, mm -hmm. the battle is definitely in the mind. So when you, and, and by the way, the coolest part about my job is that I get to meet people at the most exciting part of their life, right? Like yes. I'm not dealing with someone at the end of a marriage or someone facing, you know, the loss of freedom. Yeah. I'm talking to people when they're like high off life, like yeah. I am building this, right? Yeah. And I get to play a, a tiny but very important role in that. And I don't, you know, I don't take it lightly like mm. I was earlier. Like you are trusting me with the vision that really only you see. Like That's we right. love your podcast. We love your content. But at the end of the day, this is your baby, right? Yeah, yeah. And listen in your head. Only you see it. Only you can build it to what we get to enjoy. So yeah. for you to trust me with that that's a, that's a big deal. It is. So, yeah, no, I love that though. I, but I think the, the powerful thing about it and what it is that, you know, I would say that both of us are doing and being able to um, use what we have to be able to impact and encourage other women that look just like us on top of that is like, if you don't need another motivator, I, like, that's the if other part. So I go don't from need another motivator. Okay. <laughs> I go from one end of like, Lord, what am I doing to being like, Lord, this is like, I get to do this every day. I get to do this. Every, like, this is my job. Those like, are the two, like <laughs> real, the most real emotions that I feel every day. Like on the one hand, it's like, oh, wow. I am, I have to get to work. Yes. And on the other hand, it's like, 
did she just like entrust me with that did she really just share that with me do yeah. I really get to work with her on that girl it's not yeah like- it, it it definitely is. So um, in, in talking about self-doubt and how self-doubt has showed up in your journey, as you transitioned into doing IPs and doing it for, you know, female founders and really being in this space, how have you been able to... Um, I don't, uh, well, yeah, no, how, uh, what are some practical tools that you do to kind of combat it? And also, cause I would, I would assume, I'm just assuming, but I would assume that sometimes when you're having these conversations, cause I believe I probably brought some of my self-doubts into the conversation that we had in the beginning, but how do you combat that as well? Like when your clients are coming to you, knowing that they need to get this done, but they have their own self-doubt about whether or not this should be happening, whether or not they can see yeah. this through, all of those things. How, so how do you how do you help them? And then also, what are some practical tips that you do for yourself when it shows up? If you've been listening to this podcast or following me on social media for a while and you're ready to start your journey to healing or you're ready to confront your doubts and insecurities, there are three ways I can help. First, you can download the journal prompt from my website. Use this as a guide to get back on track with where God is calling you. Secondly, you can go to my website and purchase the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Using this prompt and journal will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. These questions will force you to dig deep and find your fears. Lastly, if you're ready to invest in your healing journey and work directly with me, book a 30-minute connection call with me today. This allows us to see if we are a good fit for each other. So head on over to my website, www.feliciawallace.com to do one or all three of these. That's www.feliciawallace.com. Now back to the show. So I, because I have, I am very good at identifying that voice and I read a book. Oh my goodness. I forget. I think it's big magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. I'm pretty sure it's big magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Mm. She says that, you know, when fear shows up, you you have to have a conversation with it, right? Mm. And you have to say, I hear you. And that's interesting that you feel that way. I will take that into consideration, but you don't get to drive. You can be in the car. You don't get to touch the radio, though. Like you, you, I'll give you your space. You don't get to, you have no say where we go. And that stuck with me because I feel like, I don't know about anybody else, but I know that self-doubt is just always going to be there. Yep. How much room I give it to make decisions, that's on me. Mm-hmm. So, and, and remember, fear does serve a role, right? Like, yeah, it protects you know, us. You jump into traffic and yes. you're not going to invest all of your savings on an idea that you're not sure of without research. So there's, there's, you know, there's caution that has to be taken. But so I think that for me, I acknowledge it and I'm like, I hear you. I hear you. And I, I can see how that's scary, Nady. But... On the other side of that, what are the opportunities that you are going to miss out on by not just pushing through? That's that's one practice that I do. It's just a quick conversation with myself. I acknowledge that my fear is trying to protect me, but sometimes I don't need it. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then these stickies, these are all either like an affirmation or like a verse. And I change them out every week, depending on what I feel like I'm going to need for the week. Mm. So these, I just put these here on Sunday after looking at my calendar and seeing that, okay, so it's going to be a lot of 
the 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 home front is going to be heavier than the yeah. work front, right? We have a lot of things going on at home. So what are the verses or what are the affirmations that I'm going to need to have in the front forefront so that when I start to feel like I can't do that because it's yeah. natural, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can rely on something to just remind me of of what is possible and and what is possible is this right yeah not perfect but it's happening right um so so that's those are two things that i that i do um and then with my clients i i had the same conversation that i'm having with you because like us they'll spend you know 20 minutes telling me about this incredible idea that i'm like how did I not think of that? That's amazing. <laughs> right. And then they spend an, an equal amount of time giving me all the reasons why it can go left. Right. So yeah. I say to them, yeah, that's possible. Yes, that's also possible. But you know what's also possible? Mm-hmm. They, they create this amazing thing that women need. Yeah. Right? You can do this thing that you were meant to do. And mm-hmm. then people that people can you know benefit from so all of those possibilities are true but which do you want to focus on yeah yeah no that is so good so um man that's really good I love the conversation piece right because those are practical things that we can do often Mm -hmm. because when you are in this self-doubt space literally like a thought can pop into your mind instantly. You could be driving and yeah. you'd be thinking and, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're gone. You're it's, gone. It's the rapture, right? Like yeah. <laughs> by yeah. this time you like, I need to go to the grocery store because yeah. it's gonna be apocalypse. Like all these things are happening. Not the apocalypse. Yes. yes. And, and all you are is in traffic, right? Like, but you've <laughs> you've just let your brain go all the way to the left. Yes, but yes. I think it's so important about having that conversation and saying it out loud. Cause some of it often is like you said, that is possible. Those things are possible too. But what what also is possible? And I think when you run them um next to each other, then you have a choice. A choice. I saw a quote a few months ago um on instagram where someone said um faith and fear demand you to um oh my gosh and i knew i was going to forget this as i i was saying it but i have it on my computer so i can look at it um but faith and fear both demand you to believe in something you cannot choose you see you i mean you choose right so faith and fear both demand you to believe in something you cannot see you choose and when I heard that I, that, I was like, what the crap, you know, because yeah. it's accurate. But then what do you and basically what you're saying is, is that what do you decide to put your attention on? Do you t- decide to put your attention on the fear? Do you decide to say, hey, I'm just going to sit over here and I'm just going to worry myself to <laughs> nonstop. About- and then half the time, whatever you're tripping about doesn't even happen. Isn't even happening. It isn't I, even happening. I, what I love about the conversation part is that there there have been those moments that when I play it out, I'm like, oh, you know what, fear? I, I think you get this one because mm-hmm. I didn't think through all of these possibilities. I need to fall back and yeah. do some more research and or, or whatever the case may be to, to make sure that the next step is solid. Yeah. So benefit in that. Like you said, you get to choose, but all of the options are on the table. You're not just saying okay I'm afraid and therefore I won't yeah you are shooting yourself in the foot 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think that um, when you the other part I was going to say is that when you had that opportunity to be able to impact and pour into your clients in that moment, I would say that that them hiring hiring you is choosing faith, right? Because it is a big decision when you're on. like I remember being on the phone and saying like, Lord, like because I knew what it was I like when you think sometimes you. And, and I know this, even if it doesn't come out, I know what I mean by it, but it's not just about the cost, right? Like yeah. monetary, it's the cost of yeah. what it is to go down this journey. Because when you say, I'm going to invest in myself to the point that I'm saying, this is mine. It's like, it's, it's, it's now or never it's go or, or, or don't go. It is, Piss or get off the pot, that's right? Like real. Yeah. So so part of the, the mental hesitation is let me give you a great practice. Let me give you a simple example. The Peloton. Mm-hmm. So I really want one. Like I really, really want one. But I am like, if I invest this money, am I really gonna use mm-hmm. this thing beyond beyond like the first three cycles? Right. I, I I don't, I really don't have enough faith in myself yeah that I'm really going to do that so I, I I think that part of what is happening mentally especially when you're thinking about investing whatever it is the, the monetary amount you're thinking once I do this I I have to commit yeah That's part of the fear right mm-hmm. like once I buy this peloton there is no way that this thing can just sit in the office and collect us yeah but I think even with that example the other part is is that some of the the investment though also is that not only the cost of the peloton but deciding what is it going to cost me by not getting my health right not like and that's what you talk about we're weighing all the options and when we're talking about you know investing into your your um intellectual property and making sure that it is secure and you know you're doing the foundational pieces of being a business because I, I, to me I consider that a foundational piece of it you know it's like this isn't just about the money it's about the future of what it is that I want yeah. because when I make that like for me personally I knew that before I when I you sent me all the paperwork I prayed over that thing and I said Lord if this is if this is your will like it, it everything will come back and there will be no issue. And so when that thing came back and I was like, I was like, no, well, wait a minute. <laughs> so wait that a minute. makes me feel even that, that makes the story even more special that you actually prayed on it. So I I pray over like whatever big decision I have to do make. So so the fact that you prayed on it and move forward, that makes the victory even sweeter. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And then when that thing came through, I said, oh, well, I guess I'm doing this because I told the Lord this was my final confirmation. Right. I was like, if you don't want me to do this, <laughs> this will not happen. He I said, I do. And want he to said, do it. boom, there you go. And yeah. just, right. <laughs> so. um, So, yeah. So I think it's just so important that when we when no matter what decision it is, like yeah. the, the fear and the self-doubt will come up but having that conversation with yourself of what it is and what it could be is is really important so mm-hmm. what have you learned about yourself doing this journey that you didn't know before um I would say that oftentimes I felt like I was in the lion's den mm. and I now see myself as a lion too mm. 
you know, um, I, I, I think that for so long, you convince yourself that you don't belong in certain circles. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know, right? Because if, if you were invited into cer- certain circles, certainly the people that open the door think that you are. That you deserve to be there. Right. right, yeah. And you're the only one that's doubting yourself. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I finally feel very confident in all of my roles. Now, yeah. they're not perfect. And I, like, need to stress that right (laughs) the wife thing the mother thing the entrepreneur it's messy but I feel really confident in how I show up every day because I try to the best of my ability to show up in a very meaningful and intentional way so whatever it may be if it's if it's a consultation or if it's dinner with the kids I just want to be present in that moment um, and I think that there's a level of confidence that that just automatically you build by by saying, no, I do belong here mm-hmm. and I'm going to prove it to myself by being intentional and operating in excellence. Yeah, I love that. Um, I think one of the things that you said about not why we show up in those spaces now, I mean, clearly that's a part of some of the self-doubt, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Like, do I really belong here? But I think the minute you take ownership of the fact that you do that you are worthy and that you do deserve this spot because you work for it right like a lot of times we you know we're trying to prove our worth and we don't have to we don't we're trying to prove our value that's a whole nother episode yeah the child listen okay (laughs) we we could be here forever talking about that but what the moment that you recognize that this is this is my lane right and what you Mm -hmm. said is is that I'm confident in the space that I'm I'm in. And I think a lot of times what we have, what I've I've noticed and even for myself, what I've done, uh, uh, you know, is that comparison thing and trying to fit in other people's spaces versus saying, no, this is mine. Right. And this is and we all can fit in this same space. So slaying self-doubt and guard your genius can be at the exact same table. We don't have to be saying like, no, you come on over here or whatever. No, it's enough room for all of us. Right. I I would go a step further and say that that at the same table, you can have people that, quote unquote, you're direct competitors with. Right. Absolutely. There's so much room for all of us to to grow and and to and to be abundant so yeah I agree with you completely yeah on top of the fact that you know um what God wants to have what he what what his plan is and what his purpose is going to happen anyway right and so what we're doing is you're just delaying it by you know getting caught up in your own stuff um I've read a scripture earlier today that was like I'm paraphrasing really, um, but I know it's Galatians 3, 3, but it's basically like, um, you know, like you, this didn't even start with you. Why would you even try to do it in your own strength? Like yeah. the audacity basically of yourself, the audacity, <laughs> the yeah. audacity where in the, in the Bible, it says, are you that foolish? Right. But it's basically, do you have the, audacity? Well, we are. Yes, well, we, we are. are. Right. Exactly. But do you have the audacity to think that you're going to carry this thing out, even though it didn't even start with you. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes that's what happens. We get into our own head and into our own space. Like, oh, I, I can do this. Like, Lord, go work on somebody else. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we get caught up in that. And then we're like, well, wait a minute, Jesus, you supposed to be over here with me, but no, you was trying to do it and so I think sometimes mixing all of that in 
it just it causes a whole bunch of confusion. But the other thing that you said was about being able to manage all the spaces that you are the queen of, right? All the spaces that you lead in your marriage and your, you know, um, in your motherhood journey and your your entrepreneurship. And it is a hard juggle and it's difficult. But I, I think one of the things that I have been learning is that my kids are watching me right and your kids are watching you right and your husband is watching and the people around you are watching and at the end of the day nobody is meant to do anything perfect we yeah. meant to do it in a balance that works for everybody and some yeah. stuff takes priority right like last week my son was sick okay well you know I had a podcast to do and, and that thing had to wait because it, it the priority was my kid yeah. you know so, so, so two things. One, one, I want to go back to something that you said, because I, I, you made me reach for my post note because it was so <laughs> interesting. You said um, about the verse that you just read, right? Uh-huh. So I, um, we were reading the story of David versus Goliath to the kids this morning. And I mean, how many times have we read the story? I've read the story throughout my entire life, right? Yes. I'm so familiar with it. And then as I'm reading it, this one line stood out, though I've read it a thousand times, but it says, armed with a simple sling and the and, and five smooth stones, David goes to meet Goliath. So if you think of like the Bible was specific to say armed with a simple sling. Like mm-hmm. I want y'all to know that it was in the sling. That it yeah. wasn't the stone, like it wasn't David at mm-hmm, all, right? Mm-hmm, like, yeah. he, but but what did David do? He showed up. He yeah. went to go meet Goliath, and I had to write it down because though I have read that a thousand times, I've it's never, you know, you you pick up things that you need at the moment. Yes, absolutely. So though I've read it forever, in that moment, I'm like, oh, so he had nothing technically that was going to be a worthy match to this giant right but he takes what he has which is a simple sling and five Mm -hmm. stones and he goes to the challenge right he goes to the opposition yeah so yeah we already have what we need it just doesn't look very impressive right because i'm sure he's thinking to himself a sling right but i think even with that I know, but we, even when you think about that story, because we they we've been uh, my past has been talking about it. I, I want to say last couple of weeks, but um, even when you think about that story, is that the fact that he went what he had? Because before that, remember Saul tried to give him his armor and all of his yeah. stuff, and he said, "This don't fit me. This isn't. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm go with what I go with what I know. Go with what I've been using." And for me, when I think about that story, I'm always like go it, it always takes me back to even um a judge's 614 which is something i tell myself all the time go with the strength you have i am sending you right so there. it's not it's not even it's not about you have and we all have everything that we need right yeah but we have to go with what we have and a lot of times we're all waiting right you have to go like that that, that like that's full stop you have to go you yeah he sees what you have, have, and it, yeah, it doesn't seem like much. It's not much in your hands. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean? Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. L- listen, we about to be so, preaching on here, girl. Yeah. So I, I, I just <laughs> have to go back to that because I, I literally just wrote this down this morning because it just struck me like, oh no, he went to the opposition. Yes. Like he yeah. You know I mean? With what he had. Yeah. Uh, and then the second thing I wanted to say, based on what you said with the whole, um, with your son, what I've also learned is that for me, balance is not real. I don't even, I try not to even use that word because yeah. it's like, 
Why use it when I know that I have yet to experience it? I, I, I go with harmony, meaning mm. it just, you know, it, it all works together yeah. in some miraculous way that I can't tell you. Yeah. I can't tell you how the sausage is made, but it just works together. And it's yeah. more balanced. You know, last week I was heavy in the office and things in the house slipped through the cracks, mm-hmm. right? We could, you know, like it's just there's seasons, there's weeks, there's days. And for me, I, it's just harmony. Everything yeah. just in. It's not balanced, though. Yeah, no, I, I definitely isn't. I when you say that, it made me think about some years ago. I um, when I was in my nine to five, I was in my nine to five. My kids were smaller you know, under 10. So they still needed more, you know, yeah. attention. I was leading three small groups in church. I was the coach of some leaders in small group. My kids was in sports. Like the job that I have required oh my, my attention 24. Like when I think about it now, I say to myself, I don't know how I made it through that time. But you did. But I did, right? And so sometimes I lean on that to be like, Things were crazier then, and I didn't realize how I was getting it all done. So this right here, sometimes this is light work. We we yeah. overdo it in our head, and we say, "Oh, you know, this is this is so much and so much." But sometimes I have to say, "My life was busier, and I made it through, and we made it work, and we figured it out." And this season, we would do the same thing. So yeah, I think that that's important. And whoever needed to hear that, that was for y'all, okay? Because that yeah, was yeah, yeah, this yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about all things God, your genius, their genius, your genius, everybody's genius. We we got everybody's genius. So one of the biggest things I want to talk about is definitely we talked already about what you do. But why is it so my biggest thing is why is it so important for people to guard their genius? I need all the entrepreneurs out here to know the people who are thinking about entrepreneurship. Like, when should you start thinking about God and your genius? How like just we got to go. We gonna dig deep. (laughs) Did you hear that ad at the beginning of the show? If you're a business owner looking to expand your reach, you can promote your company or product with a host read pre-row or mid-row ad by me on the Slang Self-Doubt podcast. If you want more information, email info at FeliciaWallace.com. That's info at FeliciaWallace.com. Now back to the show. Yeah. So, um, we're all out here with these amazing, incredible ideas. Right. And, and part of what makes my job challenging is that, you know, we treat our home as property. Yeah. Because you can touch it and you can see it in its property. It's, it's real estate and you see your car as property, but we neglect the fact that our ideas while not tangible are absolutely property. Like mm-hmm. you, own that right um so a a lot of um entrepreneurs jump out there with what is a genius idea that's why we say guard your genius and and they start to build this thing and as you know building a business takes such commitment it it is a financial commitment it is a huge commitment of time yeah and you're out here doing this amazing thing and then you find out oh wow I just built this brand that I can't use because I get this letter in the mail that says hey I own that brand name in the same space you are infringing on my trademark you Mm. need to stop using it and then now you are faced with a dilemma that you know you've built this thing that you don't technically own right yeah yeah um or you built this thing and then somebody says hmm 
I like that. I'm going to do that. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like a million scenarios, right? So um, one of the things that I love to say to people is don't let excitement overshadow strategy. So mm. there's there's like this line where it's like, you know, it's not always YOLO, right? It's not always just do it. There, there has to be a moment where you you have to think strategically about your next move. Yeah. Right. So in the perfect world, people are taking care of their intellectual property and making sure that they are building solid foundations for their business before they're even in the marketplace. I know that that's not realistic. Mm. Right. I know that oftentimes what comes first, the chicken or the egg. Right. I have to make money to. Yeah higher you know legal uh solutions so i have to be out so you know what i mean like what comes yeah. so i get that but we should all prioritize making sure that at some point in the journey sooner rather than later we have these very important conversations like am i you know have i created a legal wall that separates me from the business so god forbid if the business is sued for whatever reason mm-hmm. i can protect my car and my house and my personal assets like have i created you know a legal entity that separates me personally from yeah the um, have I made sure that I own the brand name and the logo and all of the things that I am using to identify to the world that this is my service or this is my good that I am selling? So these are all the questions that you want to make sure that you have answered, yeah. especially when you are going to embark on the journey of entrepreneurship, because it's a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's that. So thank you for telling us that and sharing, because I think one of my questions was, you know, you like I said, you hear about it and people tell you to do it. And it's like, well, should I do it off the break? You know, like uh, as soon as I got the idea, should I have been doing it as soon as it, you know, I put it on Instagram, should I have been putting the thing? And so I had um, a friend who actually was in it. Well, she's in trademark and patent and literally I had not seen her since high school graduation and I randomly mm-hmm. saw her in it's not random God's intentional because I was having this conversation I see her in the Panera I tell her what I do and she's like oh so I'm like what do you do and she's like it's boring and I'm like no tell me what did you do and so she's like oh my lawyer I do trademark it and I'm like looking around like now come on but what what she does is for like a corporate level right and so I just had a conversation with her and was like you know I just need to ask you just like two questions to figure out what it is and also and the first thing that she says just use the tm as soon like when you when you're ready to go down that road to trademarking you know find the person that you trust and all that stuff but in the meantime every single time that you use your logo, your name, put that TM on there so that it's the, what the intent to use. I think that's what it is. So essentially you're saying that you, that you are definitely going to embark on that, you know, on the process of getting it registered. You can't use the R until it is officially registered, which I hope you're using the R. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was great advice that she gave you. So and my the- question is, how soon should you be using the TM? So, you know, in my case, it was two years after it. But say I, because at the time I didn't know it was supposed to be, it was an entrepreneurship journey. It was literally, it started as the name of my small group in church, right? So it was not- Oh, is that to- how it started? That is how it started. God gave me the name and I was like, well, what am I supposed to do with that? And so he was like, oh, change the name of your small group. And that's how it started. Then came the podcast. 
and then came all the other stuff. That is, so. oh my God, the more that we talk, <laughs> the cooler the whole journey is to me. That's yeah. So for those, but for those people who know they want to like, oh, I want to start a business and I want, you know, this is going to be the name of it. Should they immediately add that TM to the back of the name? I, I, I don't, that's not where I think I would start though. I understand why she gave you that advice. I do think that it, that it's solid, but I, I think that the first thing we should all do is just you do a basic Google search, right? Mm-hmm. Because you want to make sure that it is, and a Google, so let me make sure that I'm that I'm not overhyping a Google search. There's a reason why you hire a trademark attorney because we have access to different tools that give us a better idea of you know how Did to you, yeah. make sure that it's available. But if, mm-hmm. if assuming that that's just not an option, right? You want to do a Google search and see exactly what is out there with this brand that you want to build. You also want to go to the USPTO website and do a you know a search on there to see what is registered because at the end of the day. if a trademark is registered the fact that you're using it with the tm like you know what i mean like oh it doesn't even matter especially when you're talking about something that was already registered years before it's a known mark so that's why i don't think that you want to rely so much on that you want Mm -hmm. some due diligence and and for sure there are things that you can do on your own you know one easy thing to do is go to GoDaddy and see if the domain is available if yeah. the domain is not available you likely want to reevaluate what you know where you're going with that because that's a that's an easy way to tell whether yeah. it's being used or not so I think that there's a lot of um due diligence that we can do especially in the beginning when we're like okay I like this name I want to do it let me just see what is out there and you'd be surprised how many people don't do that they just yeah, you know, no, come up yeah. with a great name and they run and and that's part of the hustle culture like oh just go just leap and it's like part of that is good but yeah. they're, they're, you have to tame that a little bit yeah, no, that's so true. Um, and I'm glad that you said that because it, it w- can went completely out of my mind. But um, and I didn't even think about it. But yes, I did do that. I, I made sure that I Google slaying self doubt first. Um, she did tell me about the PTO uh P. USPTO. USPTO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. USPTO search to make sure that the name, you know, was there. What well, I'm sorry, wasn't there. Um, and then I think I did that. I think I I, I Googled it. I mean, not even Googled it. I went through uh Instagram and Facebook and I tried to just, you know, just th- those those things. I went through That's everything great. and I and I did. And I actually from another entrepreneur, a local entrepreneur here, um, had posted something years ago that was like if you have an idea and you you really think you might want to move on it by the domain and I have like stuck with that like yes. if I think of something I go and see Girl, I own so many domains <laughs> I have no intent to use exactly and y'all it's eight dollars okay like yeah. we ain't talking about a whole bunch of money that yeah. it costs to be able to do this but one of the things that I also noticed is that like when I decided to go down this avenue of trademarking slaying self-doubt I was like I really need to own I wanted to own any variation of slaying self-doubt. So I went and I bought like slay self-doubt, slaying your self-doubt. You did not have to play. That's, that's great. That's absolutely great. I, yeah. 
I went through everything that anybody could think of because I was like, listen, you have to come to me to be able to see that nothing, nothing close to this is is going to be so, uh, you know, but that was one of the things I've learned because again, like I said, I've heard the horror stories of people going through with their business, making money, and then they get to the trademark and they be like, no, it's, you know, it's too close to something else and they have to give it up and change the name and rebrand and, you know, you know, and, have and to go through that. Very, it's, it's nuanced, right? I, yeah. I, one of the things that drives me nuts is when people like just make, they, they'll say something like, oh, I have an LLC. And because I have an LLC, I don't need a trademark. And it's like, it's like apples and oranges. <laughs> yeah. These are two, they're both important, but they mm-hmm. don't operate in the same in the same manner. Like if you have your LLC, your name is protected in your state. Awesome. But we're all doing business all over the place. Like the yeah. internet has removed borders, right? Like I have clients all over the country. Yeah. So protecting my name just in one state. Great, but yeah. So what about great not, you yeah, know? Yeah. So, and then also understanding that how the trademark is used matters, right? So, Mm. you know, you may be doing shoes and and then you see that somebody's using it for shirts. So you're like, oh, I'm good because I'm doing shoes and they're doing shirts. Well, not really, right? Because it's nuanced, right? Yeah. would would consider that that the goods are too closely related for the for the marks to be able to coexist so there's like a lot of little nuanced things yeah. that people it, it's not as simple as oh i did a google search i didn't see anybody using it i'm gonna take it yeah you know that's why it oh no time. which is the reason why when we had that very first conversation like in my mind I was like okay I'm going to see what this is and 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 then when I would I I knew what questions I was asking it's like is this necessary you know do I have to and when you broke it down I was like yeah see she said way too many words did I do not (laughs) I don't even have time to try to figure this out I was just like what I know for sure is that I I can't I can't miss on this right Mm -hmm. like what I you know like for me personally it was like this is a god thing this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing and I know this is my next step so I have to just move forward now if the government says you know whatever after like I can't do anything but I couldn't not shoot my shot right to just see and I also didn't want to fumble the bowl by trying to do it myself and so there's a difference of knowing you know I'm quick quick to tell somebody that is not my ministry I'm not not even about to go down that road that's me that's me we are working on a new website and I'm like that's not <laughs> no, my ministry we're sure. not we're not doing yeah that. so um with and, and so I'm glad that you gave us that information because I think that there's a you know with social media with the internet people can you can google almost anything right and you mm-hmm. can get the information that you need so what for that person who is on the on the fence about whether or not they need need to get a trademark when when is a good time to start um looking into it because I remember talking to somebody who said you don't don't get a trademark until you can afford it well how do you I don't even know what that means right what like does, does that even does, mean does that because mean until I make can you afford a money? rebrand like <laughs> can you can you afford to invest you know you know ten thousand dollars into a rebrand I mean if you can then okay I get it I, maybe but so in the ideal world, you want to at least have a conversation with a trademark professional. As soon as you know, this is the brand name that I'm trying to build. I know that factually. 
before I invest in doing so, let me have a conversation with a trademark attorney. Let me see if I can hire someone to do a clearance and at least confirm that I can operate in that space with that name. I understand that that sometimes is not the case. So I say that if you aren't able to do it before you launch, that mm. you prioritize doing it as soon as possible. Okay. The longer that you wait, the more time and money you are investing into something that you're not quite sure is yours. Yeah. Right? Um, so I think the rule of thumb is if, if you can before, if you can't as soon as possible. As soon as possible. After. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that that's good advice because I've seen I've seen a lot of rebrands, right? Like you see people doing stuff or people know having to whether or not they they want to put up the fight. You know what I'm saying? What yeah. they want to go through with it because everybody is we all know that there's some trifling people out here that even if they don't plan to use it, they don't want you to have it. You know what right. I'm saying? So there's still <clears throat> things that you and and then there's some things that are out of our control, right? And yeah. so um I I think that advice is very sound. It's not specific, right? But if you can do it before, do it. If not, as soon as you can, especially yeah. if you know it's something you want to invest in. And I think that was for me, it was like, I know that this is the journey I'm supposed to be going on. And, mm-hmm. you know, if it was just a hobby, I probably would have been like, meh you know, yeah. but being as though I know I'm like, this is my empire that I'm supposed to be building. Like, <laughs> I love that. Word. <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> and being as though that I know this, I need to make sure that don't nothing, don't nothing happen over here. And that's why I said for me, that was a very huge foundational piece for me to be able to say, yeah. now, like, and I feel so much better. Like, I felt like I could breathe once I, cause I was like, no, yeah, this is mine. Like for real, like it, it just felt easier. But then the crazy part about it is, is that there's other things that I have, I, other things that I've been doing and mm-hmm. I've been like seeing, and then I would see it kind of like something close to it. And I would like, see, okay. So my second question is about multiple trademarks, right? So yeah. say you have, you know, there's people who have, we'll just use my business, for example. So I know that right now, how slang self-doubt is trademarked is under, you know, like podcasting, coaching and consulting, like yeah. in that realm, yeah. which is what I, what I think people sometimes don't understand is that it's all different. Right. And so mm-hmm. if you wanted to add, you know, home goods or apparel mm-hmm. or, cars or mm-hmm. you know who knows we can have a slang self dot um or you know different things those all require different uh, trademarks correct well so let's take your the example that you're using so right now you are operating in the classes that we put you in which is the podcasting and all of that um coaching services um Yes. So let's just say that now you're like, hey, I want to do I want to do shirts and I want to do sweatpants and I want to do hoodies. Then we would do another application for assuming that you're doing it under the same name. And then we would apply for those classes because right now you're not operating in that space. So you're not, you know, in those classes. So you would say I am going to expand and I want to make sure that slaying self-doubt is protected specifically within clothing because I'm going to do these five pieces or whatever it is. And then we will do the exact same process again, except that now we are focused on these different areas that you are not going to operate in. So it could be the case. So when you say multiple trademarks, it could be the case that it's literally multiple trademarks, meaning a trademark for my logo, a trademark for my slogan tagline, and then a trademark for my name. Those are multiple different Mm -hmm 
trademarks, but it also could be like you said, well, I have this trademark and now I'm expanding into expanding into different services or different goods. So I want to apply within those classes. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and again, y'all see, this is a very informative episode y'all. So make sure you tell your friends, I'm telling you now, share this with people because y'all not going to get this information anywhere else. Okay. Just right here. Um, and then I will say, this is my last question about trademarking because I've yes. heard this with people, um, phrases, right? People have a saying, people have something that they, you know, they, they say often. And, and, and I've heard people say, you better trademark that you better trademark that you better. <laughs> and I'd be like, uh, it literally in my mind, I'm thinking, are you supposed to trademark that? Do you trademark phrases? If it, if it's, is it a, like, so th th there's my question. Do you trademark yeah. phrases? Like if it's in, within the business, so say, um, we'll use nike for example you know we know nike is nike right but just do it is is yeah. that's that's their phrase so when when you say phrase i hear slogan or a okay. tagline so okay. nike is a great example because just do it happens to be their slogan that's their tagline so that's absolutely if, if that's how you're using the phrase meaning you're slaying self-doubt and then there's this phrase that you use as um a source identifier which essentially means when people hear this phrase they are associating that phrase with you when people okay. hear just do it they're not thinking <laughs> anything else right you know, when people hear <laughs> home of the whopper they're not thinking mcdonald's so if you are using said phrase as a way to identify your goods and your services yes that's a trade that's something that you can trademark because it's a it's a brand asset okay that you're using to identify your goods and services now just because you have a really dope phrase that you use and you say all the time, that's not necessarily something that you can trademark. Are you using it to uh, make this connection in the mind of consumers? Like when you hear this, you think of X product mm. and X owner, you know what I mean? And X yeah. I should say, um, if that's, if that's the way you're using it, I think that Nike is just a great example because when you hear, just do it, you know, you're talking about Nike. Yeah. They're using that phrase as a source identifier so that people know it's Nike and not, I don't know, some other something shoe else. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's then if the, if you can check the box, yes, then yes, that's a trademark. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, there's times where you hear, have these conversations and I'm, you know, people are saying these things and you kind of like, Oh, should I do that? Maybe that sounds like a good idea. Maybe. I, and I think then, you know, for, well, I can just say for me sometimes, and I've had a conversation with other people that it starts to get confusing and it's like, well, does that even go with my brand? Should I stick with one thing? Am I going to lose it? What if somebody else uses it? Can I say it often? Can I put it on a shirt? Can I do these different things if I don't plan to, if it, if I don't plan to trademark it, if I don't plan to, and I'm saying this for like, I've seen people use like, you know, they uh, have, you know, you know, over the last two years, t-shirt businesses have just skyrocketed, right? Yes. And so I've heard people like, yeah, I'm a trademark this and put this on the shirt and then I'm a trademark. And I'm like, I don't know if that necessarily is how it works. Like, I don't think you so if, if what they're saying is I'm gonna put this on a shirt, full stop. Like that's that's the business plan. Like that's that is probably not going to work from a <laughs> trademark perspective. If if all is I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have this great line I'm gonna put on a shirt and that's it yeah um, no I don't think <laughs> I don't think that that's gonna work yeah um, 
So I, the best and easy, the easiest way to look at it is, am I using X, whatever X may be, whether it's a logo, a name, or a slogan, to create a connection in the mind of consumers between that thing mm-hmm. and my business and my brand? If the answer is yes, then you're operating in the trademark space. Yeah. Okay. See, y'all, see, this is the reason why this podcast exists. Among so many other reasons, right? Because the right. Lord knows that we be needing this information. And I will say that there's somebody out here that I am sure has these questions, has more, even more questions than I have, right? But they're afraid to even my DM book a consultation. No, my DM phase open. I, I try to answer as many questions as I can. Um in my DMs. So yeah, at Guard Your Genius. Shameless. Yes, and see, that's what no, it ain't a shameless because that's what I was about to ask. How can people get in contact with you? Because I think sometimes that this is this is what was just put on my spirit. Like sometimes you just book the consultation. Yeah. So that you can ask all the questions that you have, because sometimes those questions where you're thinking, no, nah, that's not even going to work. No, nah, that's not that's not yeah. it, because you're already talking yourself out of it. You may talk to Nady and find out, no, that's absolutely you absolutely need to trademark that or yeah. no, you don't need to stress over that. Right. That part right now. But we do need to worry about this. And, mm-hmm. you know. I think that what I've realized in having this conversation with you is that there's so many people who need to hear this information. And I, you know, I'm just, I'm grateful that you did it here on this Lands Out oh, podcast. No, and because it's going to live here forever, like people are going to always be able to come back yeah. and be like, oh, you got a trademark question? I'm going to need you to go to this. <laughs> no. So, so one, I think that this conversation is so important because, um, again, so many of us have amazing ideas that we're not taking the proper steps to make sure that we don't run into major legal obstacles later. So this is very timely. I, whenever I am asked to talk about this topic, I always accept because I know what the other side looks like. I know when I'm getting a phone call where it's not to trademark, but to defend someone or because, mm. you know, oh, I got this letter, it's a cease and desist. I have no idea what to do with it. And those calls aren't aren't nice, right? Yeah. They're not, they're not happy calls because half the time people have invested so much time and money. Um, so these conversations are important. And I thank you for being the vehicle that this information gets out. That being said, Yes, you can find me at Guard Your Genius on IG. I answer DMs, um, maybe not within, you know, immediately, but certainly within two days, I try to get back to, to, to folks. And, you know, you can book a consultation. Like you said, half the time, you just don't know what you don't know and mm-hmm. having a conversation. And, and you can attest to the consultation. Like we go deep, right? To yeah. make sure that we know exactly what it is that you're doing, how you plan to use it. And it may be the case that you're right. We'll say, well, you don't need X right now, but have you thought about Yeah, It's a whole nother conversation that you probably weren't even thinking we were going to have. Yeah. So it's worth the investment of your time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I would say no question is a dumb question, especially when you don't know nothing. Okay? <laughs> because you are the expert. And and that is what I did. I wrote down every single question I was going to have. And I was like, OK, I got one more question. No, no and you then, and then, and I, I remember. Like, no, wait a minute. I think I got one more question. <laughs> you came prepared. You were like, I'm going to pay you, but you still work. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so, Listen, because I wanted to make sure that I understood what yes, I was getting myself into. Absolutely. And it's so often that we just say yes, or we just hear. Like I said, right now, am I like loving the booming business of, you know, black women owners and them just coming left and right? That is a beautiful thing. But we also have to do it right. We also have to do it in order because, like you said, it is more expensive to have to to have to start over because you didn't go. You didn't do the right thing in the first place. Yes. You know, we're talking about the money, which, of course, yes, but painful because you've you've given so much of yourself. Yeah, that's why I say when I'm saying cost, I'm not even, the money is involved in that, but the cost of it is your peace. The cost of it is your, you know, the the discomfort that it has if it doesn't work out. The the distraction that it becomes when now that is, you know, you're trying to figure out like, how did I get here? You know, all of those different things. It is just, it is worth the investment of your time, your energy, your peace, all of that to just, book the consultation, ask the questions so that you know, and then hire her. Okay. In that order. (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you so much, Nady, for being here. Thank you for answering all of our questions. Um, y'all, I will make sure all the information is in the show notes so that y'all can go ahead and contact her and book your consultation today. Thank Thank you so much. This was fun. Yes, it was. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.